podcast for hairdressers. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z. It's Jesse here. And Stu Styles. Stu Styles. You're such a copycat. All right. <laughs> let's hop into today's episode. We are going to be talking about assisting because this is something we both have a lot of experience in. We've both done the assisting thing for years. Stu started as my assistant. He now has two assistants. He's just working his way on up. So we wanted to talk about the benefits of having one, what you should look for in an assistant, how to hire the right person and turn off what you wouldn't want in an assistant. So we're going to dive right in today and we're going to be spilling all the tea on assisting. Well, starting off, I feel like we should explain like what our assistants do because I feel like on Instagram, I get a ton of questions, you guys. And they're like, what does your assistants do? How does your clients react? So I feel like starting off, we can kind of break down what is assisting, what I did with an assistant, how Jesse's working with assistants now, how I work with both of mine. And so just starting off, basically, I feel like in the beginning, you have an assistant. It's kind of this, whenever I first started thinking about getting an assistant, I just knew like, I have like so much going on. I need to cut down on days of doing hair so I can do more things like on the back end of things whenever it came to Jay-Z. So I knew that I just needed some help and I knew that I loved assisting and like working as an assistant. So I was like, why not get one? Mm -hmm. And so starting off, I feel like for me, I have my assistants and I kind of learned this from Jesse and I kind of learned this from just being an assistant. Like I was saying is it's just small things like show them how you love to have your client's hair styled, show them how you like to blow dry hair, show them how to wash hair, show them how to like little things of like so deep in detail where it's like, okay, put a towel down at the neck rest because I don't want to wet their back, wrap them up in a turban, like A to Z, how exactly you would do it. And once they conquer those things, they can move on to bigger and better things, which is only going to help them in the long run. One of my favorite things about assisting is like, it really helped me build my confidence whenever it came to like just being with clients and being like, okay, I've got this. Like I know, like you never know how someone's hair is going to look. Hair is unpredictable, but it really did build my confidence. It's like, okay, I know what I'm doing. If there's an issue, I know how to fight it. Because mm-hmm. basically at the end of the day, assisting is you're helping someone out and you're having help as a stylist who has an assistant. And then you're basically, if you're in the role of being an assistant, you are getting paid to learn. It's like a test run for when you get out on the floor with your own clients. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, piggybacking off of what Stu said, to have open communication with your assistants. Don't be afraid to tell them to do things. Obviously, don't be demanding, but it's true what he said. You have to tell them every little detail of how you like things done because they are literally needing to be you when you're away. Your clients need to feel comfortable with them. They need to be you because that's representing you and your work. But also at the end of the day, you're teaching them how to be a good stylist as well. So teaching them those little small details like, wrapping the client up and getting them a drink and things like that, that's going to take their career to the next level too. So it's helping both of you in the end, which is great. Yeah. And we went to dinner the other night with a stylist and she was like, I just don't know if I can trust having an assistant. And I will say it is the scariest mm-hmm. thing ever to be like, okay, my the back of my client's head is in your hands. Like <laughs> it is hard to pass that off to somebody. Yeah. But honestly, just referring to what we were saying before, just break it down for them. Give them step by step, so micro detail that they think you're insane. And make sure whenever you're going to hire your assistant, because this came up a lot at dinner the other night, is like, how do I know who to hire? And honestly, do trial runs. You don't have to say, okay, cool interview. You did that, right? Yeah, I did. Megan came in a few times and I was like, no, I need you here all the time. And that's how Megan started. And now she just got hired as a full-time hairstylist here at Jay-Z and I'm super excited for her and she'll still work with me two days a week. But just like having them come in, get to know their personality. I feel like the main thing I look for is someone who's just like looking for the next thing to do, isn't on their phone because I feel like that's a big thing to do with it. Even if, unless it's like social media or something, like if they're posting stories of them working or anything like that. 
And then also someone who has customer service. I think that's huge. I came out of nowhere. No one's ever heard of me in Utah when I moved here. And I was just like started assisting Jesse. And I feel like something that helped me is like I would try my best just to talk to the client and treat them like they were mine and try to make them feel comfortable. I feel like one of my strengths, at least, is I might not can enunciate things, but I sure I can have a conversation with anybody. I feel Everyone like, could fall in love with you. I, I feel like I can make a friend anywhere, at least like figure out things to talk about. And so I just utilized that. And so whenever I was looking for an assistant, I was like, I didn't know what the heck I was doing when I started off with Jesse. I just had a personality. And sometimes we go back and we actually say it all the time, we're like, doing hair is 70% personality and 30% skill. People fall in love with you and they want to come back and see you. And so finding someone who has the customer service aspect of it is going to help you so much in the long run because you can teach anybody how to do hair if they're willing to learn. Yeah, you can't teach them customer service. That's a whole other level and you either have it or you don't. And I think that something I look for specifically is someone who's a self-starter. So like you said, someone who's not on their phone or just sitting around in the break room when you have a second down, like you can take a break, but I look for someone who's like, what can I do next? And if they don't have an answer or like you're busy and you can't answer them, they're doing something that could be productive. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like both your assistants are like that. Yes. You got lucky. Oh, you should introduce your assistants. Tell them who they are. Well, so I started off with having one assistant. Her name's Megan and she has just been the best thing. She's my first ever full-time assistant. And just giving her a shout out, she's like always one step ahead of me. She's everything that I described whenever it comes to like me wanting an assistant. I told her whenever she leaves me and does hair like without being an assistant, just full-time on her own, I was like, I'm actually going to retire because I don't know how I can work without her. So starting off with Megan, her Instagram is MeganEmber.hair. So you guys should go. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. So you guys should go and give her a follow. And then my other assistant, Sarah, I found her when me and Jesse went to a beauty school that's local here. We were teaching a class on extensions and she was like, I love extensions, but I'm foiling a client now and it's taking me longer, but I don't want to rush it. So it's like not my best work. And so she moved the client's chair, like her, what are those chairs even called? The Salon chair? It's not a proper name for it. A stylist chair? Uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay, this chair you're doing your client on, she moved them into the classroom we were doing. She's like, I'm just going to do my thing and foil if that's okay with you guys because I don't want to miss this. It was like, cute. It was so cute. And I was like, okay, I'm in love with her. After the class, I went up to her and I was like, what's your name? What's your Instagram? When do you graduate? You have to work for me. I didn't give her a choice because she was just so cute. And I got that vibe from her. You could tell she was just having the best conversations when we were talking to like this beauty school owners and stuff. Well, and my dad actually was really impressed with her. And if you know Daddy Styles, that's a good compliment to get the first time meeting him. I've never impressed him, you guys. I've been around for a while. (laughs) It's been a year and a half. Stu's still trying. No, I'm still trying. But Sarah's Instagram is beauty dot by dot Sarah Kate. So you guys should give her a follow too. They're both adorable. They're the best. They are always on time. They never have excuses. They're always working. They're one step ahead of me. We have like a little group chat and I'll send my schedule and I'm like, this is what we have going on tomorrow. Be here at this time. And they'll come in sometimes even early and be like, okay, I just wanted to make sure we had foils ripped and I have the station set up. I'm like, you didn't have to come in early. Like I already told you to get here a few minutes early before the client. Self-starters. So, love right? It. I love it. If me and Megan will be foiling someone and Sarah will be like, your next client will be here in 45 minutes and it's a move up. So while that client's processing and while we rinse her and like go ahead and get the toner and everything ready, you can be doing your move up. I've already got you set up or set up at this other station over here. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it without you guys. I just love them. Like, I don't know, because it was the scariest thing ever. And it's honestly sucks having to be like, this is how I like things. You're not doing things my way because Mm -hmm. it kind of makes you seem a little bit bratty, or at least that's the way I feel. 
But honestly, just if I tell them one thing, it never happens again. They yep. are the best of the best. I got so lucky with them. They're I, hungry though. That's what, yes. that's what the difference is. Like, and that was something that I admired about them. Like I loved how they were like, I'm ready to work. Like I'm fresh out of school. Megan's been doing hair longer than me, but she had moved here yeah. at the heart of the shutdown with everything. So she wasn't able to work at a salon because salons were closed for two months. So she was working a receptionist job. And I, she just found us on Instagram and was like, I would love to come and assist when we were looking for a little extra hand that day. Came it was for one of my days, huh? Yeah, it was a Jesse That's day. So cool. And we both immediately fell in love with her, just like we did Sarah. Yeah. And like, ugh, okay, just, do your assistants get along? Yes, they're like best friends. Yeah. And we always are like texting and Snapchatting. And Sarah's like, she knows I love Harry Styles for Christmas. They got me the Vogue cover of Harry Styles, like on a portrait. I'm like, I have it like hanging above my bed. I like kiss it before I go to bed every (laughs) night. And they were so excited to give it to you. I know. And I was like, you're the best. And I don't know. We're like three amigos. I was like, I don't know how we're ever going to split up. Like, I don't want to replace you guys ever. So I guess I'll have to retire. Yeah, you're done now. (laughs) Education full time. (laughs) Well, it's cool because they started off assisting you. Megan's been with you a little longer. Sarah Kate just started with you like recently, Mm -hmm. but they both just got hired at Jay-Z Styles as stylists, which isn't guaranteed. All of our stylists are able to hire their own assistants independently, but we were in a position where we were looking to hire and Stu recommended them and we've seen their work ethic and they were great. So if you're in a salon assisting, just know that that could lead to future job opportunities. And even if you end up not working at that salon you're assisting at, if you get a good recommendation from that person, that can help your career as well. So I think it's important to always keep that in mind. And then as far as like what to look for and how to hire did you do interviews? No, basically, like Sarah, I was just like, I love you. You're coming in. And she came and hung you. out for a day, I think. And I was like, this is just perfect. Like the way that I do it, it's a little different. Jesse just like hired me. And I feel like you just that hired was different. me. Well, yeah. I'm well, even your other assistants, I feel like you do interviews and stuff. I'm like, hey, let's just try it out for a week or two weeks. I'll pay you this just to come and hang out see if you're into it. See if we like get along well. Like, let's see how you do with the clients. And like Sarah Kate came in for her like training, like trial period. And um, do you tell them that up front that it's a trial period? Yeah. And I feel like that's important as a stylist just to be open yeah. about it because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just important. Well, but, you've had assistants that you've brought in for the trial period that you're like, oh, it's probably not going to work. Yeah. And I didn't like, I just said that I mentioned it briefly and I was like, no, like this is not a guarantee. You got to not try to impress me, but I just wanted to see how they would react. Mm -hmm. And if I was in that position, if I wanted to work for a stylist, I'd be like, I'm going to not just stand around and like see things. Sarah was like grabbing towels, rinsing people. She was like, let me do anything. I'm here for it. And I was like, I love her. It's hard to find people like that. It really is. is. And it's like the scariest thing. Like I couldn't imagine being in your position, hiring like you have 16 stylists and so many people working in the warehouse and people who work on social media and people who does like marketing things. I was like, I cannot imagine trying to do all that because just having two people like considered like employees under me is stressful. Yeah. Like you're responsible for them. And then they also are a reflection of you. So it's really stressful. But they are like a reflection of me. But another pro about being on the assistant side is like, you get to learn. Like I was saying, you get paid, you're getting your foot in the door, you're getting confident with clients. But like, if you mess up, it's on the stylist. And I hate yeah. saying that, but I go back to it all the time where I'm like, I miss assisting because I could just do care without a care in the world. Mm-hmm. And I could just do my own thing. And I could just have a blast and like not be like, worried. how is this going to turn out? Did this lift enough? Do I need to leave it on for five more minutes? Is the root taking? Is like, how is the toning? Is it overtoned? Is the toner even working? Like it's a little bit more stressful whenever everything falls on you. But something good about assisting aside of all the benefits that we have already talked about is just like, go and have fun. Like yeah. really like fall in love with hair. I feel like I wouldn't be 
as excited to come to work if I didn't have that assistant period where I just learned so much. So like when I started like taking my own clients, I was just confident, ready to hit the floor. I was hungry. I was like, woohoo, here's my next stage. And like, sometimes it's not the best decision just to throw yourself out onto the salon floor. I never assisted. So I'm unusual. I wish I would have, but it wasn't as big of a thing. I feel like it's more normal now, Mm -hmm. but I feel like thinking about it now, I'm like, it's really intimidating to go from a school where your instructor's holding your hand, telling you what to do to like, okay, now you're taking your own clients. So having that assistant period is a really good way to learn a little bit more. And it also kind of gives you a firsthand experience on dealing with clients, how that side of the business works as well. So I think it's really important to assist. And I think that when you're starting to look for an assistant, it's important to find the right fit, kind of like what Stu was saying. And a thing that I always do when I hire an assistant is I give them a trial period like Stu does. And then something I always keep in mind is not every client's going to understand having an assistant and they're not always okay with it. And I think that's a fear a lot of us stylists have is that the client's going to think we're pawning them off onto someone else or the assistant doesn't know as much as we do. And that could be the case in some situations, but I always start my assistants off the first two weeks I have them come in. I book my days less crazy. So it's not insane. And they get to really watch and observe how things are done. They get to actually learn. And then that way they're doing kind of like stupid tasks for me, like sweeping up the floor and getting coffee and stuff like that. But they're learning. And then I get to a point where I start bringing more clients in. I trust them a little bit more. And then over the next few months, you just trust them with more and more. So work your way up to washing and drying and then toning and styling and then maybe foiling and extension help. But you give them that time. And then over those few months, your client's going to start feeling more comfortable with them because they've seen them for a few appointments. And especially if you have an assistant that's just good with people and has great customer service, they're going to start feeling super comfortable with them regardless. And then they're going to be more trusting. So you have to ease your assistants into them, into the job, both for them and for your clients. Yeah, that is actually a really good point because people do ask all the time, how does your clients think? Like, are they scared? Are they freak out? Like I'm so particular. Are they going to be as particular as me? And I was like, they're going to be whatever you tell them to be. It can be scary having someone with less experience, more experience come in and you're like, this is the way we're doing it. Like you don't have a choice basically in the long run, but yeah. it's going to be good for them. Cause I feel like something I did, I would take like super thick sections at first or like <laughs> I would and like whenever you're baby lighting, like instead of like skimming the actual section, I would just like split the section in half basically. And like Jesse watching me and critiquing me, I feel like I wouldn't be like where I'm at today or be like as knowledgeable as I am if I didn't have all of those like hard times and me being like, Oh, like I didn't even realize I was doing that. Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, you also have to have open communication with your client as well and let them know from the get-go, this is my assistant. This is what they're going to be doing. Don't just ever have your client come in and have someone start working on them. Like you need to introduce it, make everyone feel really comfortable. Honestly, even having it in a waiver, like if you have a client sign a new waiver form, having something about like, hey, I work with assistants and you're okay with that, not a bad idea. I actually like that. Maybe we should implement We need to tweak our waiver now. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. We probably should now that Addy and other stylists are going to be working with them. But Something that I like look forward to now is like the girls have been assisting me so long. We're like the three amigos, like I was saying, is like my clients will come in and they'll be like, hey, Sarah, hey, Megan, like Megan, how's your family in California? Like Sarah, how's your dog? She always talks about how cute her dog is and shows pictures. And like, it's like people are looking forward to like not only coming to see me, it's like just seeing the girls too. And I love that. And I think clients love when the energy is good at the salon, like you and your assistants get along, everyone's having fun. They enjoy that. And I'm sure it can be a little intimidating to have three people walk up to you and we're like, we're about to knock this out of the park. But, <laughs> we're about to do this but it's always like the best compliment when people are like, you're just like a well-oiled machine. Like oh. Sarah's setting up something. Megan's doing the back. I'm doing the front. Like 
Sarah's like, you have this in 20 minutes. You have 20 minutes to wrap it up. Don't rush it. When they get here, I'll take out their extensions. I'll do this. I'm like, perfect. And like I had a lady last week or maybe two weeks. It was last week. And she was like, y'all are like so efficient. It's like when I come to the salon, like I like to be blonde. I want a million foils. I love the whole baby like thing. But by yourself, that can take forever. But yeah. like you guys are like cutting down on my time. I'm not here as long. I can run other errands because a lot of people have to take time off of their jobs, like take PTO to like come and get their hair done, which is kind of crazy. But it's true. It's like what a lot of our clients deal with. And like you can get more people in in shorter amount of times. That's a benefit. And you can everyone. work less days as someone who has assistance. Yeah, I agree with that. So how long do you think an assistant should assist for? I don't know. It's crazy because I... I told Jesse when I moved here, I was like, I basically do everything the same way you do it because we would just go to school and watch your videos and I'd go home and watch your videos. Like when I had clients at school, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try this. And my teachers were like, well, that makes perfect sense. So go ahead and Mm -hmm. go for it. And so like, I've always had the same style and like wanted to foil and like tone and rude and everything kind of like Jesse. And so when I came in, even now, like when I help Jesse on hair days, I'm like, holy crap, I've never thought of that. She's like, oh, look at this trick. And she's like, yeah, I don't do it often, but I do it every once in a while. And there are going to be things like every day I come in, if me and Jesse do hair together, I'll be like, oh my God, look at this I learned. And she'll be like, look at this that I've learned. So like you can never stop learning. So like honestly, assist as you as long as you want to. I want to say 10 years so my girls hear this and they <laughs> yeah, stay with me. Sarah, you have to stay for 10 years. I'm going to put them in a blood oath contract. <laughs> but to answer the actual question, I think that... It would be honestly probably a year. Yeah. Don't you think a year to a year and a half? And some salons have set programs like you have to assist for a year and a half or two years or whatever. But I think a year to a year and a half is good. But I also think it goes off of the individual stylist. And whenever they are ready to branch out, that's when it's right for them. So with our stylist, we kind of just let them have assistance as long as they need. And then if we are hiring them, we do pass offs with them after they finish the assisting program. So we also get a lot of questions on how we pay our assistants. We do hourly. So we just pay them an hourly rate and then we usually buy them lunch. And I feel like that's pretty fair because like you said, like they're literally getting paid to learn and get experience. Yeah. And I feel like it could be whether they're there for eight hours doing a bunch of things or if it's like a slower day, I would rather them be like, okay, I know what I'm going to make today than being like a percentage and being like so technical with that. But if you get a no-show, then they don't get paid either. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. So the way I do it is the same way that I or Jesse treated me when I was an assistant. It's hourly pay. You can get raises. The more you do, the more you get paid. The clients will be like, okay, I'm tipping you this, but split it up between the girls. Oh, yeah. I'm like, You'll perfect. Get like, they yeah. get tipped out. And then I buy them lunch. Sometimes I'm like, let's get coffee. I'm going to die. And so yeah. one of them will Or run. dinner if you're here yeah, late. Yeah, if we're here late, of course, I'll do dinner. But I think it's pretty fair to be hourly. And then they expect like, okay, if we're working from 10 to 6 or 10 to 8, like I know exactly what I'm going to get paid. I think that's awesome. I think that that's honestly the best way to do it, but I know others do it differently and that's just what works for us. So just kind of take that as you will and do what works for you. What do you think a turnoff of having an assistant would be like a turnoff of like an assistant? So like, what have you had an assistant that you don't like? Um, I mean, that's so complicated. One thing that I've personally dealt with is confidence. And I know like coming out of hair school, like even me, I'm sure Jesse was like, you're scared to touch people. You're scared you're going to do something wrong. It's just like, it's not what you don't know. It's what you do know and yeah. just applying that. I had an assistant before I had the girls and they were awesome. Great personality, good customer service. But it was like little things. Oh, how do I blow dry the hair? And I'm like, just do it how you do it. Just get them nice and smooth. Like try, yeah. like get them blow dried. Or how would I, can I plug in the curling iron here? I'm like, just take initiative 
And like, I'll ask questions when it's important. And I know that can sound a little snarky. You're like, I'm too good to answer that question. And it's not that. I don't no. mind answering any question. Well, you're there to teach them. Like, yeah. don't feel bad for taking responsibility and like having ownership over them in a sense, mm-hmm. only because you are there to like mentor them. Yeah. And you're there to teach them, even if it's hard love, like, or tough love. If you have to like be mad at them or something or get stern, you're their boss and they're going to learn from that experience and it's going to help them in all their future jobs. Yep. Whether they like me or not. Yeah. There Good you thing go. the girls love me. They do, I text them and I was like, what's one of your favorite things about being an assistant? We're doing a podcast on it. And they were like, just having the best boss ever. Aww, and I was like, no, I'm <laughs> I love them. They really are sweet. No, they you know what the good. worst part about having a good assistant is though? It's Losing so them. hard to find a replacement. Mm-hmm. it's like especially if it's your first I think about it ever live up to you right and I think about it all the time I'm like no one's gonna be as good as Megan no one's gonna be as good as Sarah yeah, <laughs> but even like, I think you'll have them for a while yeah I'm sure they'll hang around let me ask you something yeah whenever you are gonna hire me and like move here and like start assisting and like starting from the bottom and working my way up and like mentoring me what made you say yes because like I moved across the country it's kind of wild like what it's weird because I feel like in any other situation, I probably wouldn't have just like invited someone I've met once or twice to like move in with me and like work with me. But there was just something about you, like your Southern charm. You were just super nice and friendly. You were a self-starter. For example, he took our very first extension certification ever. And we actually back in that day did two in one day. So we had a full class Uh and then one right after it. And he did the first one. And then he hung around for the second one because we were going to get dinner later that night. And he didn't want to like do nothing. So he basically just like jumped in and started helping, like cleaning up and answering questions and like running around and like being a little errand boy for us. And that was impressive to me because I don't know many people that would do that like off the bat. Most stylists would be like, well, I'm going to go get lunch or I'm going to go do something. Let me know when you want to do dinner, you know? And so that was really cool for me. And I was just super impressed by your drive and your work ethic and your dedication. And I think when you know, you know, it's kind of like a relationship too. I just had like a gut feeling. Like I just was never worried about it. Like I just was like, let's take a chance. And when I talk to people, especially clients who've like seen like kind of our story, like yeah. blossom on social media or like anybody in general, they're like, that's so crazy. You just packed up, like you graduated beauty school and you packed up everything you know and you just moved to Utah to work here. And I was like, yeah. And then when I talk about it, I'm like, that's so crazy. They're right. like, what were you thinking? I was like, nothing. I don't nothing. know. I was like, this would be cool. I'll regret it if I don't. Like, I don't want to live in the South. Like, yeah. What do I have to lose? And I never thought one, I was never like, Oh my God, what if I move and I don't like it? And I hate everybody. Like it yeah. was never like a bad thing. It was just well, like you're that personality. You could literally move anywhere. And I think you'd fit right in and make friends. Not oh, many people have sweet. that. That's really a good thing Thank to have. You. You're welcome. But also another thing is I realized that someone who would be willing to do that, like move across the country, like mm-hmm. you were dedicated. So that's always a good thing. So the moral of the story is you need to move across the country if you're going to be taken seriously, apparently. Basically, basically. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Well, it's been fun to chat about assisting. I think that we have a lot of experience in this. I want to know your guys' feedback too. So you can message Stu and I, if you have anything you would like to add about this, or if you have anything else you want us to talk about as far as assisting goes, but you know what it's time for. It's time for peeps and pets. (laughs) Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? I'll go first because you always throw me under the bus. I was kind of prepared to (laughs) go You're going to throw yourself under the bus. Um, My peak would be that we actually, this morning at 10.30 a.m., we had a 5 a.m. flight, Mm -hmm. flew in from South Carolina teaching, and all of our classes always go amazing. And It was a good class. It was such a good class. And one of our educators, Katie, who actually started off assisting me. Yeah. She was awesome. She was your first assistant technically because she did the program. Yeah. and She did awesome. She's the OG assistant, but her favorite YouTuber lives in North Carolina. And we were like right outside of her hometown. And 
Katie introduced me to her YouTube channel on a trip in Atlanta, like back in December. And I've been obsessed with this girl. Her name is Frida. We'll put her info in the show notes too. She's just awesome. She does hair tutorials, like similar, like just similar vibes and things that like me and Jesse do. So she messaged me. I was like, you're not coming to North Carolina or South Carolina to my area and not like saying, Hey, like we're getting dinner. We're doing something. I was like, this would be perfect because Katie's just like worked her butt off from literally at the bottom. Like the bottom is one of our classes. Yeah. And then we hired her straight out of school. She assisted. She's a stylist. Now she's an educator and she's just shown so much potential and she's earned it all. And she's the sweetest girl oh my ever. Gosh. Literally a ray of sunshine. Like, like I don't think anyone would ever have a bad thing to say about her. Never seen her in a bad mood. Never heard her say anything bad about anybody. No. And so I was like, we should do this for her. Set it up. So we surprised her at dinner on the last night. We all went cute. to dinner and freaking the Hokma pit is oh, yeah. in with this peak because the pit was the restaurant was like, there's only 80 but nine are coming. And I'm like, that's right. But we're surprising one of our girls. And the girl's going to come a little bit later and just show up. And she was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, so just don't say anything. So we're walking to the table. Tell the girl who's coming as a surprise. (gasps) Katie's right behind me, by the way. I didn't hear that. She grabbed my arm. And she was like, tell the girl who's coming by the surprise that the reservation's under Jesse to ask for that. And we'll escort her to your table. And I was like, shut up. You could have whispered that. I just just like kind of like didn't even reply and walked off. Because I was like, I don't even know how to like react to that. I thought Katie had caught on. Because of things like that. And then like my mom being like, oh, Katie, you sit here. And like things like that. I was like, she knows. I know. I was like, but Katie's like. Not oblivious, but like she's just. She blonde. wouldn't ever think that something was happening for her. Yeah, like, she's just not like she's not that. like selfish. Like, yeah. like me, I'd be like, not oh, like something's <laughs> going down. Everybody treat yeah. me. Harry Styles is coming to dinner. Harry Styles. Um, but long story short, I was like, oh my God, I left my chapstick. I'm a terrible liar. I was like, I left my chapstick. I think I dropped it when I came in. I'm going to go get it. So I went and got it. Met Frida at the door. And she came in and I was like, Katie, meet my friend Frida. And Katie's reaction was just the cutest and like purest thing ever. She was thinking after we had the best time at dinner after Katie was was like, you're awesome, by the way. After dinner, Katie was like, Stu, thank you so much. That means so much. She's like one of my role models. I can't believe I was not expecting that. Like Katie, you could just tell she was having the best time of her life over dinner. And it was like so worth it to do that for her. She called her husband all excited. And she like texted us after like, thank you. And then this morning, yeah, we we rode to the airport together. So he came back and she was like, thanked me when we were getting our luggage and thanked me in the car and she was leaving. She's like, seriously, that is just such an awesome thing. Like, I can't believe you like pulled that off. Like you have no idea how much that means to me. Like, I love you so much. Thanks for like, she was, even like, was like, thank you for like teaching me when I was assisting and like teaching at the <laughs> class that I took. And I was like, you are just so pure. Your heart is big though, Stu. Like to set that up for her. And mm. normally after classes, we're all so tired. Like we, the last thing we want to do is like entertain usually. But the fact that we were all like, let's do this. Like we want to yeah. meet this girl. Like, and we want to surprise Katie. We want to have fun. And I think that also speaks to the power of social media because someone like Frida is like working her butt off to build her channel and Instagram mm-hmm. and she's helping other stylists. And the fact that her coming to dinner could literally make Katie's life because of all the hard work she's put in. That's yeah. amazing. Like you yourself could literally make someone's day. Like how cool is that? That is like, so awesome. And she did it all. So That's good like, job, Frida. You know, it's like I posted about it on my Instagram and I was like, it was just like meeting Jesse for the first time. I was like, <laughs> we were friends on social media and we turned yeah. it into something real life. And we're both out here doing the same thing. We're both doing YouTube. We're both yeah. doing hair. We're both like passionate about that and education. But it was like, instead of us seeing each other as competition, I'm like, girl, I love what you do. And she was like, well, I love your video on this. And I was like, no, I love your video on this. And she was like, I admire about this about you and Jesse. And I'm like, we admire this about you. Like it well, was just, just cool like, to came in and acted like a friend. Like we just yes. chatted, like it was natural. Which and- is cool about like having social media friends because 
it's like you already know him. I was yeah. like, how's your fiance? Yeah. And like, like I know him. I've never met these people, but like, it's, I was just like, yeah. I was like, I love your ring. Like, I was like yeah. fangirling a little bit. I'm I not going to lie because Frida is awesome she's and so she's cute. adorable. And she's she literally the us. same person. Yeah, in, in, in person. person. She reminds me of us, like in just what she's doing, other than getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym every morning. I know. When she told us that, I was like, oh. I was like, holy hell. I need to- oh, someone's awake. I was like, holy hell, I need to step my game up. So that was your peak and your pit? Yeah, so peak, meeting Frida, doing the surprise for Katie, pit, the waitress, I'm just ruining it. And even the waiters ran on it. They were like, I thought there's nine people. And I was like, shut I know. up. And I was like, she was like, so this is all that's coming? Like, yeah. Well, then luckily Kira left, so it ended up being eight. So like, yeah. not luckily she left, but like it worked out. But dang, that was really cool. All right, my peak and pit, I'd be lying if I said my pit is not like, the drama I've had this last 48 hours and I'm not even going to go into it. But if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know what I'm talking about. I've just had like a lot of online drama with someone and I'm literally like emotionally, physically just drained from it. I just, just, bleh. so that's my pit. And then my peak would probably be the cupcakes that are sitting in front of me right now because, <laughs> because of this drama, I've had like so many nice people send me things. I got a box of crumble cookies. I got a box of cupcakes and I am just going to indulge in these and eat my feelings because that's what you got to do when desserts in front of you. So that's my peak. I feel like I'm just depressing over here. No, you're not. It shows a lot that and about Jesse's character. <laughs> that she's not going to let this get her down. She was like, let's do a podcast. If we slow down, if we drop the ball on anything, we are letting that other side win. Yeah. So shows a lot about you. And yeah. I admire that about you. Thanks. We had literally got up at five, five had a flight that was five hours, flew in. She went and got her baby, like went home, ran errands all day, yeah. has had like an emotional past 48 hours. <laughs> and then she, we're still here. Like she's showing up and she's not like having a pity party about it. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like at the end of the day, we're all just really lucky to be doing what we do. And I'm not going to let this like deteriorate my career. I'm just going to keep going. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. We love and appreciate you. Like always, all of the information you need is in the show notes below. You can follow us on Instagram, check out our website and our YouTube channels. You can follow me at jz.styles and just Jesse with four eyes. And you can follow me on all social medias now because I'm a TikToker Ooh. too. Oh yeah, you went viral this weekend. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stu.styles with a Z at the end. So you guys are the best. We appreciate and love you and we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. See ya.